0: And again, we return to Jimmy Allen's Air Adventures. Not yet ready for his first solo flight, Jimmy was sent aloft by his instructor, Shorty Mason. But acting under orders from Mike Jones, Mason had knocked out the bolt holding the left wheel on the axle. As Jimmy took off, the wheel fell away from the ship. Jimmy's buddy, Speed Robertson, arrived at that moment. With Shorty Mason flying another school ship, Speed changed to Jimmy's ship in the air. But as he did so... Mason deliberately tried to shake him from the wing. Speed landed the ship Jimmy had been flying on the remaining good wheel, but the left axle dug into the ground, causing the ship to crash. Neither Jimmy nor Speed was hurt. Speed accused Mason of sending Jimmy up on a solo flight without any landings. This Mason denied. In reply to Speed's question, Jimmy answered that he had no landings. Mason called Jimmy a liar. Incensed by this and everything else he had taken from Mason, Jimmy leaped at him. Here they are, fighting furiously near the wrecked ship out on the airport.
1: All right, you guys, cut it out. There's enough of that. Look out for that wrench, Jimmy. Drop that wrench, Mason. Drop it, I tell you, or I'll knock you over into Clay County. Cut it out. You heard what I said. Must feel that
0: one myself, right on that scrawny beacon here. Oh,
1: boy. You sure knocked him for a loop, Speed. Yeah, maybe that'll teach him to fight fair the next time.
0: He don't know what that means.
1: All right, all right. I guess that's enough. You're never satisfied, Robertson, unless you smash somebody in the kisser. Someday you're going to take on someone your own size. And I'd pay a hundred bucks for a ringside seat when that happens. That'll be just about enough out of you, Mike. It wouldn't take much urging to get me to rearrange that fat map of yours. Oh, yeah? Well, you just try laying your dukes on me once and see what happens. That is, if you're able to. Here, you flash. Help Mason into the locker room. And get a wrecking crew out to pull in this ship. Okay, Mike. Here, Shorty, put your arm over my shoulder. You know, someday, if you pick the right guy, maybe you'll win a fight. Now, listen, Mike. I've got something to say to you, and I might just as well say it right now. All right. Go ahead and shoot off that big mouth of yours. But make it snappy. I got more important work to do than to stand around gassing with some half-baked airlines pilot. You better watch yourself, Mike. I might not be able to hold this hand back if you let out another crack like that. Jimmy? Yes, Bean? You go on down to the line and wait for me there. I want to have a few private words with Mr. Jones. Okay, Bean. Here's what I've got to say to you, Mike, and I will make it snappy. The less I talk to you, the better I like it. That goes for me, too. Unless there's a change made, the Central Flying School is going to lose a transport student. Just what do you mean by that, Robertson? I mean that Jimmy Allen won't continue at Central Flying School. Oh, no? Grand National Airways has signed a contract for a complete transport course. Whether Allen continues or not, they're going to pay over that dough. We'll see about that. After I make my report to the CIA inspectors about that wheel coming off, And about Mason sending Jimmy up on his solo flight without any landings, I don't think it's going to be very hard to break that contract. Now, Mr. Jenkins has asked me to look after Jimmy's flying instruction. He'll do anything I say. Now, listen, Robertson. And what's more, I'd take Jimmy out of Central Flying if there was another transport school at this airport. All right. Take him out of Central Flying School. See how much I care. I'll tell you this much. We'll get our money if we have to go to law about it. Fine. Go your limit. Well, I'll tell Jimmy to get his things. I'll go right over and see his mother and see if I can get her permission to send Jimmy out to California to a school that's run by an old buddy of mine. Now, now, wait a minute, Robertson. I'll tell you what I'll do. If you and Jenkins will let Allen stay here, I'll assign him to a new instructor. I can see you don't like Shorty Mason. I'll say I don't. But no, that's no go. Well, for crying out loud, what else can I do? I've suddenly decided, Mike, that I don't want any instructor at Central Flying School to teach Jimmy Allen how to fly. Now, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take on another instructor. And who might that be? It might be a gentleman by the name of Speed Robertson. A gentleman, did you say? Now, watch yourself, Mike. Your proposition is out. And that's final. Okay. Then Jimmy leaves. Wait a minute. I think I'll take your proposition after all. You go on as an extra instructor. Your only student will be Jimmy Allen. Oh, you changed your mind in a hurry. Okay, that's fine. Will you have time enough with all your other work? I'll make time. That may have to be a little bit irregular, but we'll work out a schedule that'll be satisfactory all around. All right. You let me know when it'll be convenient for you to give Jimmy his flying lessons, and I'll see that the ship always ready for you. Good. I'll make out a schedule later on today. Hey, Jimmy. Right here, Speed. I got some things I want to talk to you about. Oh, pardon me, I... Oh, Speed, I want you to know Major Moto of the Manchudan Army. He's a classmate of mine here at the Central Flying School. Major, this is Speed Robertson. It is a very great pleasure to meet famous Speed Robertson. His reputation very well known in my country. Major Moto has only been here a short time, but he likes America very much, Speed. Oh, well, that's fine, Major. Uh, How long have you been here? Uh, One, two months... Yes, I like America very much. Oh. Well, who is your instructor, Major? Mr. Mason. And he is a very good instructor indeed. A thousand pardons, excuse, please. I must go class. Goodbye. Glad to have met you, Major. Goodbye. What do you make of him, Speed? What do you mean? Well, he seems like such a queer egg. Oh, all these Orientals seem strange to us. Say, that's funny. Well, now what, Jimmy? You know, you happen to ask him the same question I did about how long he had been in this country. When I asked him, he said two, three, maybe four months. And just now, when you asked him, he answered one, two months. Well, Jimmy, I think you're making something out of nothing. It always seemed to me all Orientals were inclined to be indefinite. I don't see that it's very important anyway. Speed... There's something I want to ask you. Well, shoot. Well, it's about this new jet ship they're building for the government down at the Army experimental shops. Yeah? Well, what about it? Well, didn't you say something about how some other nation would be eager to get hold of the plans of this plane? Well, I might have said something like that, Jimmy. I just don't remember what it was. However, it's true that almost any foreign nation would be tickled to death to be able to duplicate it. But why this sudden interest, Jimmy? Oh, nothing much, Speed, but... It would be a pretty serious thing, wouldn't it? If, for example, some of the plans for this new plane were suddenly to disappear? Well, I should say it would be very serious, Jimmy. But don't let that worry your head. As I told you, the factory down there is guarded like a bank. There wouldn't be a ghost of a chance if anyone's getting away with anything like that. But say here, you're not holding out on your old buddy, are you? Why not? What do you mean, Speed? Well, when you get through with that copy of how... Old King Brady unmasked the international spy, you let me read it too, will you? Oh, quit kidding, Speed. I'm not reading anything like that. Now, come on, Jimmy. You can trust me. I won't snitch on you. I begin to get the drift. But don't you think it would make a better story if some officer with a long beard and an unfriendly disposition were here learning to fly instead of this major motto? Oh, well, I don't think that's so funny, Speed. Such things happened before the war, didn't they? Oh, I suppose so, Jimmy. Maybe about once for every million times it happened in fiction. Speed, how soon are you going to start flight testing this jet ship? Well, I don't know, Jimmy. Pretty soon now, I guess. Captain Sweeney is supposed to call me when they're ready. You haven't been down to the factory, have you, Speed, since the other night? Well, no, I haven't, Jimmy. Hey, tell me, why all the interest? Well, nothing much, Speed. But tell me, supposing, for example, some of the plans for a ship like that were to be missing. And they'd suspect, well, some mechanic or perhaps some pilot of taking them. Supposing he was innocent, how would he prove it? Well, Jimmy, that's one beautiful thing about a court of law. A man is always considered to be innocent until he's proven guilty. But say, what's this all about, you young rascal? You're not figuring on becoming an author of mystery stories, are you? Oh, no, Speed. Nothing like that. Well, let me in on some of this then, Jimmy. What have you got up your sleeve? Well, not a thing, Speed. Honestly, I haven't got a thing up my sleeve. At least I'm not going to write any stories. But listen, will you do me a favor, Speed? (laughs) Why, of course, Jimmy. You know I will. What is it? If you should get another call to go down to the factory, promise me that you won't go. Don't ever go down there unless you're with Captain Sweeney. Well, now listen, Jimmy. There's something strange about your request. I know you well enough to know you wouldn't keep pegging away this way if there wasn't something back of it. Now, tell me, Jimmy, why don't you want me to go down to the factory unless I'm with Captain Sweeney? Oh, please, Speed. Don't ask me that. You see, I... Well, I can't tell you. At least not now. All right, Jimmy. If that's the way you feel about it. Well, please, Speed, don't misunderstand me. Honestly, I'd tell you if I could. Really, I would. And I will just as soon as I can. But trust me until that time. Okay, Jimmy. Let's forget all about it. But now you listen to me. I've got a surprise for you. I meant to tell you before, but we got on this goofy subject. Yeah? Well, what is it, Speed? Well, it's this. You're all through with Shorty Mason at Central Flying School. You're going to have a new instructor. Well, gee, Speed, who is he? Well, I think it's going to be an old bloke by the name of Speed Robertson. Honestly? You're not kidding me now? No. Jimmy, I was never more serious in my life. Oh, gee, Speed. I'm the happiest boy in the world.
0: And maybe we're not happy, too, now that Jimmy is to have Speed Robertson as his flying instructor. But why did Mike Jones agree to this change? And what will come of Jimmy's desperate attempt to warn Speed of the danger that is threatening him? Don't miss the next thrill-packed episode of The Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen.